Here we go, baby. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Choked Out Radio, end of the year 2018 celebration. A lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. I am your host, Jim Russell, and for those of you, please, I just shared my my YouTube video clip real quick of the UFC 232 recap. Share, 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 share. Now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, end of the year, we have a lot going on. We have Brock Lesnar once again. He has disappeared on the Raw side. Unfortunate events of Roman Reigns with his diagnosis of leukemia returning. On the other side of the glass, you have Daniel Bryan going one-on-one, who who won the championship, the go-home show before Survivor Series. And the following is a spoiler alert. At the Royal Rumble, it will be Daniel Bryan against AJ Styles. It was taped uh, last night. So you have Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles on the Raw side, Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar on the – I'm sorry, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles on the SmackDown side, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar on the Raw side. Last night, it's interesting how they kind of interchange, and I, I, there's going to be a little overlap. Uh, for those of you who are not MMA fans, Johnny Bone Jones defeated Daniel Cormier last night at UFC 232. There was rumbling, the rumors are most likely it's going to happen. Daniel Comey against Brock Lesnar, that may be that may be put on hold uh, for a trilogy fight between Daniel Comey and Johnny Bone Jones and Brock Lesnar. He is signed with the UFC, but he has to clear his suspensions, which ends, I believe, January eighth, two thousand nineteen, and he's still serving. And then after that, ladies and gentlemen. Then Brock Lesnar could once again fight in the UFC because he beat Mark Hunt via decision, but then it was later overturned and ruled in no contest. Now, with that being said, uh, Brock Lesnar, according to the rumors, is not in the WrestleMania plans, not in any other promotional material, but that could always change. You know, then you, uh, then you, Brian. Vince McMahon could always talk to Brock Lesnar and offer him a short-term deal, and I believe he has no nothing contractually obligated past the Royal Rumble, but I wouldn't be shocked if he signs a short-term deal uh, at the Royal Rumble. I do expect Brock Lesnar to retain, unfortunately, against Braun Strowman uh, and because I see Seth Rollins being the man once again. That's my that's my two cents, and that's how, how it did go down. What I think should happen is in order for Braun Strowman to be respectable as a legitimate fighter, per se, uh, he should defeat Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, and he should be walking into uh, New, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans last year, uh, New York City, uh, aka East Rutherford, New Jersey, MetLife Stadium, as the champion. So now, 
with with that being said, that's on the Raw side. Now, on the SmackDown side, you have AJ Styles who just slapped Vince McMahon. There's a lot of different ways you can go about doing that. There's the rumblings of AJ Styles squaring off against Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Can Orton be the mercenary for the McMahons? I, I, of course, you're not going to see McMahon, AJ, at this stage of the game in his 70s now. But, uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see where the story goes. He could turn heel. He could bring. He could re put together the club. Had Balor, you know, ship over somehow. Or we could really have a, a a faction takeover similar to the NWO back in 1996. Um, I do expect Daniel Bryan to retain. I, I do expect Daniel Bryan to walk into MetLife as champion um, for the SmackDown side. As far as who is it going to be, I am not sure uh, what's going to happen there. John Cena made his return, or he's going to make his return. On the SmackDown, he teams up with Becky, scores off against Seeing um, Almas and Zelina Vega. Uh, the way I think it's going to go down on the SmackDown side, I think it's going to be Rousey against Charlotte against Becky Lynch in the triple threat match because Flair's there. You know, she's the she's one of the best wrestlers right now on the female side. You have. Becky Lynch, who has who I who I love, and I'm going to name my match of the year now. Um, Becky Lynch against Charlotte at Evolution, the last woman standing match, was the best match of the year period, men or women. To me, um, it told a great story. Um, there was a lot of things within the match that, as far as the selling and all that. It was it was a great build leading up into it, and it really solidified Becky as as this cutting edge face, per se. You know, they turned her heel at SummerSlam, and she was supposed to get a, a, a heat reaction, but she never did, actually. If anything, made her even more popular and made her even more edgier, more confident to tweet her, her stuff and, and, and confident in her game in the ring. So that's my 2018 match of the year um, in the WWE, of course. Um, and thank you for those who voted. Not a lot of people voted. Six people voted, but the uh, the pay-per-view of the year was NXT Philly. Uh, I wanted to put NOLA. Uh, NOLA was great, too. Uh, but the, uh, NXT's been great. Uh, their weekly shows have been okay, but they really step up their game every couple of months when it comes to when it comes to the TakeOver specials. I believe the one in Philly was, um, and I'm sorry if I mix, mix up the, the events. I believe that was St. Almas and Black. What an amazing main event. That could have been a match of the year as well. Nola, I believe, was highlighted to me was the, the, the latter match just alone where Ricochet wins. I believe he won at that event. Um, so, so yeah, man. So that's my that's my take on the women. So I think it's going to be a triple threat at WrestleMania and I think it's going to end um, and close the show. So it's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, I don't know how what's going to happen with Asuka. I, I think she's, she'll still somehow be in the title picture on the SmackDown side. I believe It'll be for Ronda's uh, Raw title somehow. Um, I believe Asuka will still be in the title picture, but not in the main event. But I think she'll be in her own program for the championship. Good news um, during the tape shows of the Women's Tag Team Championship forming. I believe I could see some sort of tournament leading up into WrestleMania where the crowning moment could be the champ, you know, them being the Women's Tag Team Championship. I think it's great. I think it's great. It brings additional storylines, and it gives a lot of people that are not usually doing anything because, for whatever reason, the title picture 
always mean something. Uh, but after that, some of these, there's not too many grudge feuds, grudge matches, or, or no, there's no other titles besides that. Um, so I think it's great. Um, I think they have enough depth on both brands to do a women's tag. I, I think it should be just one. I don't know. Um, but we'll we'll see where it goes from there. I don't know how they're going to do it. Are they going to have separate tags for both shows? That means you're, you're going to have to call up at least five to six, seven or eight girls on each brand just to have some sort of tag division. Um, SmackDown has a great tag division. Raw, on the other hand, whoa. Uh, but we'll see what happens with the tag division, and we'll see what happens with the women's and men's um, Royal Rumbles, per se. I don't know who's going to win. I, I believe Charlotte will win the Royal Rumble, and it'll want to face Ronda for the championship, and Becky somehow insert herself into that match somehow. And on the men's side, um, I like Drew McIntyre or Seth Rollins. I could see Seth Rollins win the Rumble and traditionally challenging Brock for the Universal Championship, or if Drew McIntyre or if Braun wins, I could see Braun um, challenging uh, McIntyre challenging Braun um, for the Universal Championship as well. So that that that's what's going down in the WWE right now. Their last shows were last night in Chicago and Tampa, respectively. And we'll see what happens. I think the first role of the year, Lesnar will be there. The the authority, whatever, will be there. Um, a lot of it's, it's going to be a stacked first show to start 2019, and we're on the road to WrestleMania. I can't believe how time flies. Um, from Nola. Melly Bourbon Street and hanging out with my boys um, to meeting Kenny Omega for the first time. And now we're here uh, December 30th to close 2018. Uh, what an amazing ride it's been. Uh, it's been tough for me to tape uh, Choked Out Radio because because um, of my career. Uh, I'm looking at uh, – I'm, I'm involved in other projects as well. I'm starting another business on top of Choked Out Radio. Um so, so I've been busy with that, um, busy with work, and then busy with my family. My most important thing is the family. So that's why it's been tough for me to tape. But thank you for your support. Uh, I share all the stuff. I I try to share as much as possible. Um, I try to share as much as possible uh, online with you guys. I try to support everyone locally, wrestling wise. Try to support Capital House of Glory. I try to support you know, wherever. I I couldn't go to the show, the ICW show. Uh, Friday night. It's just tough for me to go out, but I am going to go a couple of more independent shows. I love to meet you guys. Love to chat wrestling, um, whether it's WWE, whether it's Impact, whether it's New Japan. Um, so I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love you guys. So that's what's going down on for the Royal Rumble. So it's on your Brian Styles, SmackDown side, Braun Brock, and there's a lot of question marks there. And then, of course, you have the two respective Rumbles. Um, I'm not going to comment too much on NXT. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I haven't been keeping up with the product. So I, I don't know what's going to happen um, for the NXT championship in NXT Phoenix. Speaking of Phoenix, I'm looking to get in, going to Phoenix. So we'll see what happens. I, I I was contemplating for months and months whether I'm going to go to Wrestle Kingdom or not. And I was hoping that my business was going to take off earlier than anticipated. It kind of, a lot of things got in the way and, and, and did it get paid on time? So because of that, I had to back out of Wrestle Kingdom 13. But believe it or not, I'm looking into uh, Dominion, uh, which is my, my uh, this is the equivalent of the second biggest event in New Japan. 
Well, so you never know. You might see me up for Dominion, and that's my one of my uh, goals in 2019. 2019's early 2020. If I don't go to Dominion in June, I'll most definitely go to Wrestle Kingdom 14. Although I'm a big fan of the Elite, and you can say you can tell from my T-shirt uh, earlier when I take the MMA uh, video podcast, I'm a big fan of the Elite, big fan of the Bucks and Omega. I don't expect them to be there, but I think. New Japan and their president, they're they're putting it they're putting the New Japan in a great great direction in the sense that you know I'm happy with the ticket sales for Wrestle Kingdom. They're gonna they're I believe right now they've blocked out um, the Batter's Eye and the, the outfield uh, for for the Tokyo Dome. But I believe if they sell enough tickets in the standing room, they're willing to open those extra seats. And I believe the goal for years to come in, in Wrestle Kingdom, which is probably the second biggest wrestling event in the world after WrestleMania, is for them to sell completely out the Tokyo Dome, uh, completely, where they, they have a capacity, man. They, they could do 50,000, 60,000, which for Japan is as, as equivalent of the Pontiac Silverdome, 90,000 uh, plus. So we'll see what happens over the next year with me traveling to Japan. It's going to happen, guys. It's, it's going to happen. It's on my bucket list, something that I always wanted to do. So it's going to happen. Uh, but my match of the year outside of the WWE, it's a no-brainer. It's I'm a big fan of Kenny Omega. It's Omega, Okada, and their bout at, at Nabinian 2018 where Omega finally plays a beast and finally becomes – the IWGP heavyweight champion, something that it's interesting. He went from developmental to New Japan to his stint in the junior heavyweight division to being the leader of the Bullet Club and then now having this internal feud somewhat with the with now it's old original Bullet Club and then spin off to the elite and being able to finally uh, become the the world uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Love, love to see his, his career where he's at, and I've been a big fan uh, with of his for a while, and will convince me with his matchup at Wrestle Kingdom 11 uh, against Okada. Like that match made those two bona fide stars in in not just New Japan in the world. Um, you know, you very seldomly do you see them those guys outside of Japan wrestling uh, with the exception of Omega who wrestled at All In for a couple of shows locally, but that was because of his proximity to either the big event or All In, but besides that, you don't see much Omega in the United States, so um, and so it's a, very important that if you're a big fan of him, that you're going to meet him, you better take advantage of that, so <laughs> you have that going down. So, that's of course, it's match, match of the year. Omega against Okada, and I'm I'm looking forward to this year because I want to see Okada Tanahashi. I want to see what they do on the grand stage, and I, I believe if I'm going to forecast uh, an attendance, because you know, of, as far as gate and, and attendance, I'm going to say they're going to have between 35. I believe last year they they had about close to 40, 40 to 45 thousand. I'm going to say like I'm going to go 40 thousand. I believe. And which I believe thirty five thousand was paid or something like that, and then the rest was between promo promotion sales or whatever. So long story short, uh, I expect a great main event between Kenny Omega and Tanahashi. Tanahashi, of course, won the G one. He's considered the ace, the John Cena of the of New Japan. 
a lot of rumors with all elite wrestling with Cody Rhodes and with the Young Bucks. If true, if those guys are going to start their own fed, being 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 the elite, I could see Omega dropping the strap uh, to Tanahashi, and then Omega trying to start their own program with uh, with all elite wrestling. So, or I could see Omega retaining, but somehow have the, the way all elite's going to work is one, the screaming of course, but two, the collaboration similar to what. Ring of Honor has been have been able to do with Global Force Wrestling in the past, and I'm sorry, Ring of Honor has been able to do with New Japan, and, and how New Japan has been able to do with Global Force Wrestling, aka uh, TNA in the past. That's the only way it's going to work with collaboration. I mean, standalone, I'm probably they'll get a couple of good people at a couple of shows here and there, but do I see them being administrators? Uh, it's very different, man. The, the business side of it is very cool, and we, I know people who've tried it. Or whether it's promoting promoting licenses or, or paying talent, it's not easy, man. And storylines to keep up and, and ratings and advertisers, it's not easy. It's not easy to do. It's one thing to, to do a one-off show, the biggest independent show all in um, ever, or at least in modern era. But it's the second thing to, to try to have a sustainable weekly episodic wrestling show. It's not easy. To, it's not easy to do. So we'll see what happens uh, all elite wrestling when it becomes real. I do expect Omega either he re-signs with New Japan but somehow is allowed to wrestle in all elite wrestling, which I think is the logical best thing for him to do, or he could just leave all together and, and, and bank that he could, they could start their own fed. So that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, Cody, I believe he has the brains. Uh, I love Cody Rhodes. Love his story. Um, love his story. He reminds me of myself. Uh, you know, who at times uh, in the WWE was challenged or, or found it challenging to to really crop to the top. So he said, you know what? I'm taking my ball. I'm going home, and I'm gonna just and and in the independent circuit and, and being able to to obviously join the Bullet Club and the rest is history. So he reminds me of me in a lot of ways. So. Cody Rhodes, kudos to you, and I believe he'll do real well with the Young Bucks or all elite wrestling. The question becomes, TV, TV rights, obviously the business savvy, business acumen is important, and the streaming. Um, that's good. And then also talent, and then money, financing. But I think the money, it, money part, to me, and I was thinking about this as I was uh, getting ready to record, the biggest why WCW beat the WWE had a couple of reasons. Number one, the business acumen of, of Bischoff, I mean, you know, I don't want to say amazing, but it was well enough to, to his where you, you could beat Raw for 80-some-odd weeks in, in the rating whore. Um And then money. He was backed by Ted Turner, who was a billionaire who owns TNT, TBS, CNN, who, who was a billionaire, was able to fund – uh, Hogan, Macho, Hacksaw, Paul, Nash, Tibias, he was able to fund the money to, to, to pay the talent. So if they have if they have this guy Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's a billionaire in his right, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to TV and money. And if you have the financial backing of Khan, and if you have uh, TV rights, let's face it, um, the UFC just jumped from Fox ESPN. So Fox has a void. Uh, no, it doesn't have a void anymore because now I'm coming to WWE, right? Um, 
right? Because SmackDown is going to uh, well, actually, yes, yeah, SmackDown is going to to Fox, right? Uh, you have that void, but then, but in addition to that, you still have the void. So people in the in the media business, the biggest commodity is programming. <laughs> if you have a great program where you could draw. One million, two million, three million, five million, ten million. You could charge advertisers, and and that's how the media makes their money. So, so the hottest commodity is programming. And if you have a great program, the advertiser money will come. Especially male, you know, be fans of pro wrestling or combat sports. Typically, for the most part, uh, male eighteen to forty. So it's a, it's a demographic that you could sell cars and and razors and all that. So it's a big market. It's a big market. So that's what it's going to come down to, money and, and, and of course, money, talent, and TV. Those are the three components of what's going to make all elite wrestling successful if it comes into fruition, which I think all signs point to it that it will. So I'm wishing those guys the best of luck. So with that being said, I'm going to close out with that. Um, so with Wrestle Kingdom, uh, I already spoke about the main event. I think Omega ends up losing for the most part, but if he wins, I could I could see him definitely having his hands on all, all Elite Wrestling somehow. In the co-main event, I expect Jericho to drop the strap to Naito and, and Naito win back the Intercontinental Championship. Jericho's great. Um, he's, he's allowed to do his Fonzie thing. Allowed to do. His, his thing in New Japan, and what I like about New Japan is opposed to WWE, you have creative control as far as what you do with your character and all that stuff, as opposed to WWE where the entire thing is scripted. You can get to call a lot of the match in the ring, I believe, for the most part. So you have that. And then, of course, you have the grudge match between Jay White and Okada. I saw Jay White in, in House of Glory. I wasn't impressed too much with him, but he's grown a lot on me, and I think he's going to do well. I think he'll continue to do well. They're trying to build that guy hard. In, um, in New Japan, and I think him and Okada will have a great match. That's the best match that has the best story, um, Okada versus Jay White. And, of course, you have Cody Rhodes against Juice Robinson. It's basically like a quadruple main event uh, where uh, I, if Cody Rhodes, if it's true with all elite wrestling, I see him dropping the U.S. strap back um, to Juice Robinson there. That So that's what the four matches um I know the Young Bucks are involved in a tag team match. I'm not going to get into that, but I, I don't see them winning the belts per se there. So that's my take on Wrestle Kingdom. I'm not going to go ahead and sit here and go through every single match. Um, two matches that I do stand out that I think will be amazing or under 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 the radar because everything is on, on the matches that I just mentioned. Number one, for the British pro whatever belt, um, it's going to be Zack Sabre against, Ishii, that's going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing match. And I believe the other one um, for the never, uh, the open weight championship between Ibushi and Osprey, that's going to be an amazing, amazing match. That's that's uh, that's going to be under the radar as match of the Kingdom. So I'm so looking forward to it. Um, start the year right and, and Wrestle Kingdom, the second biggest wrestling event after WrestleMania the biggest wrestling event in Japan, and I know they usually do a big event in Japan to start the year, and I believe they christened the, the term Wrestle Kingdom, obviously, over the past 12 years, and I love it. I love it. I love it as an alternative to the WWE, and as a result, 
I hope to be at Wrestle Kingdom 14. I actually look forward to being the minion God willing that I could make money in my business and, and it, things go break right for me there. All right, so that's my take on, on Wrestle Kingdom. I'm not going to go over every single match in the card, but that's my take on the four matches and the two sleepers, the Bushi Osprey and the other sleepers for the British Pro, whatever, heavyweight championship, Ishii, Zack Sabre Jr., another sleeper there. All right, it's been a pleasure. I'm not going to take up too much of your time. Uh, I believe we're at the 24-minute mark. Uh, we discussed a little bit about what's going to happen at the Rumble. I actually, you know, leaked in, sprinkled a little WrestleMania there. We spoke about the business perspective of all elite wrestling, and then we spoke about Wrestle Kingdom. I'm really looking forward to that. All right, guys, thank you for your support. I love you guys, and I'll see you at the next independent wrestling show. I'll see you, hopefully. I may go to Royal Rumble. I will make that decision soon. Take care, guys. Peace. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm.